Hi there, and thanks for joining Conversations with Father Greg for Sunday, April 18th, 2021. In this episode, we'll consider what we learn from Jesus' appearance to his disciples after that first Easter morning. Even after the resurrection, Jesus continued meeting with his friends and sharing a meal. These stories invite us to consider how we extend hospitality to others, even during a pandemic. Is the concept of hospitality limited to sharing food together, or can it be expanded to include more? Before we get to the homily, let's hear a reading from Luke's Gospel. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Luke. While they were talking about this, Jesus himself stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. They were startled and terrified and thought they were seeing a ghost. He said to them, Why are you frightened, and why do doubts arise in your hearts? Look at my hands and my feet. See that it is I, myself. Touch me and see, for a ghost does not have flesh and bones, as you see that I have. And when he had said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. While in their joy, they were disbelieving and still wondering. He said to them, Have you anything here to eat? They gave him a piece of broiled fish, and he took it and ate it in their presence. Then he said to them, These are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures and said to them, Thus it is written, that the Messiah is to suffer and to rise from the dead on the third day, and that repentance and forgiveness of sins is to be proclaimed in his name to all nations, beginning in Jerusalem. You are a witness of these things. The Gospel of Christ May I speak to you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Have you ever been at an event and walked into a room only to realize that you have just walked into the middle of a conversation. The conversation stops for a moment as people say hi. Then one of a couple of things will inevitably happen. Either the group catches you up on the conversation, or they tactfully change the subject. We see this in our gospel reading for today. Our text opens with these words. While they were talking about this, Jesus himself stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. With these words, we've just walked into a room in the middle of a conversation. The group that Luke was referring to was a number of Jesus' disciples. The event that they were discussing was the appearance of the resurrected Jesus to two of his followers as they traveled from Jerusalem to a town called Emmaus. As the story goes, two followers of Jesus were walking to nearby Emmaus, which was about a two-hour walk. Jesus joined them as they walked along, though they didn't recognize him at first. They described the events of the last few days, ironically telling Jesus about Jesus. Jesus replied by explaining how those same events fit in with centuries worth of scripture. 
As they arrived at their destination, a funny little thing happened. Jesus pretended as though he was simply planning to carry on his way. His companions invite him to stay and share a meal. He joined them, and it was as they sat and ate together that the penny dropped. As he prayed and broke bread, they recognized Jesus for who he really was. Consider that for a moment. Despite having been committed to Jesus' teachings, they didn't recognize him on first sight. They spent two hours walking together while he taught them about scripture. They still didn't recognize him. It was only after he accepted their invitation to share a meal that they recognized him for who he really was. Now that's the backstory for what we read today. That was what those disciples were discussing when Jesus appeared to them with a message of peace. Luke aptly describes the disciples as experiencing a wide range of emotions. Terror, doubt, disbelief, curiosity, and joy. Unsure of what was going on, they thought Jesus was a ghost. He responded by showing them his wounds, and then he asked them for something to eat because he was hungry. Now, eating a piece of fish, that's a pretty everyday, run-of-the-mill thing to do. It's a very ordinary and practical thing for him to do, and when we consider it in the extraordinary context of this story, it almost seems funny. But in this context, Jesus' request for something to eat anchors him in physical time and space. It's a simple thing that proves he's physically in their midst. But it's more than that. He's intentionally creating an opportunity for them to show hospitality, just like he did with the two on the road to Emmaus. All throughout Jesus' active ministry, he shared meals with people. He ate with Pharisees, lawyers, and religious leaders. He ate with regular, everyday people like Mary, Martha, and their brother Lazarus. And naturally, he ate with his disciples. Jesus also got into trouble because of some of the people that he ate with, some of whom included tax collectors, sinners, and even a woman described as a known sinner who anointed his feet during a meal. This latter group were all those that were considered beyond the scope of polite society. They were the outcasts, the socially and religiously undesirable. And for the most part, these are the ones that Jesus seemed most drawn toward. In fact, one of Jesus' inner circle was a man named Matthew, who was a tax collector. As a tax collector, many would have treated Matthew with contempt, considering him to be a collaborator with the Roman occupation. When asked why he associated with such unsavory characters, Jesus explained that it's not the healthy who need a doctor, but those who are ill. We begin to see that it's about inviting people to participate in the things that God is doing in the world. The invitation is extended based on God's compassion, not based on individual merit. Spending time with people, all kinds of people, was a hallmark of Jesus' ministry. 
it was true right up until his final hours before his crucifixion. We see this in John's description of the Last Supper when Jesus knelt to wash his disciples' feet. And we're beginning to see that it was a major theme after the resurrection too. He ate with the two in Emmaus, and we see him eating with the disciples in our reading today. It's not simply about proving Jesus' physicality, that he was really physically present. It's about continuing to deepen relationship. In both cases, it was through the sharing of food that people were able to make the connection about Jesus being the fulfillment of Scripture. Last week, we heard John's Gospel describe Jesus appearing to his disciples, equipping them to continue his work in the world, and even going so far as to authorize them to forgive sins. When Luke tells the resurrection story, Jesus is first recognized in the sharing of a meal. He creates an opportunity for his followers to show hospitality, and then that hospitality formed the building block for the mission that they would continue. In Luke's Gospel, it's hospitality that paves the way for communicating the good news of the Easter message. The extension of hospitality, learning how to be present in real and meaningful ways, becomes a tool for the advancement of the work of God in the world. But what is the application for us today? How do we show hospitality during the time of a pandemic? I think the first place to start is by asking what we mean by hospitality. While it definitely can mean a shared meal or providing accommodation for someone, is that all that hospitality means? What if we broaden our understanding of the word? What if we expanded our definition of hospitality to include things like going out of our way to make time for others? Give someone a call or write a little note. Continue using every tool at our disposal as a way to counter feelings of isolation and loneliness. How do we show hospitality in our relationships with others? Do we practice vulnerability in our relationships with friends and family? Do we seek to offer forgiveness and restoration when others have hurt or offended us? These are all ways that we can extend Christ's example of hospitality beyond simply sharing a meal together. It's an approach that adapts to our current challenges and invites us to examine each encounter for the opportunity to deepen our relationship with God and with each other. Amen. Amen.